Welcome to the eighth episode of The Virtual Estate, brought to you by Xavier Martinelli and Jonathan Ben-Shimon. Today we have Preston Atterbury from Block Cities. Block Cities is a series of architecture collectibles featuring iconic buildings from around the world. Builders can create generative buildings, collect the classics, and score super rare special editions. Users build through the Mystery Machine, which compiles building components on command, create a token on-chain, and deliver a constructed building as a rare crypto collectible. How are you today, Preston? I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Thank you for joining us. We actually met uh, briefly at NFT NYC. Um, I, was, I believe we were laughing at a gentleman that was asleep on a chair. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it, was a, it was a great moment. He was just think, there, yeah. plenty of noise around, and he was just fast asleep. I think the jet lag for a lot of people must have really got them. Cool. Yeah, so exactly. Do you want to elaborate a little more on kind of what I said about Block Cities? Yeah, so that was a good description of kind of where we've been for the past year. In April, after NFT NYC last year, we actually launched the Mystery Machine, which is what you described. And uh, since then, we've been working on basically game demos. We, we put out a first demo in August. We put out a second demo in February. And just last week, we started our beta. And so that allows anybody who's previously collected uh, to grab their, their rare buildings and then assemble them into cities. It's full playground mode right now. So there's no tight game loops. There's no kind of gameplay. But you're able to add your buildings to a city, add, add roads, um, save that city, and, and kind of share it with people. So that's where we're at so far. Yeah, cool. I actually, I actually played it last week. It was, it was. I really, really loved the uh, the design of it. Thought it was super cool. So, is there like a a love of architecture from you? Uh, a love of arch- architecture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what really has stuck with me. Um, I grew up in the suburbs in Atlanta, and uh, if you know anything about suburbs, they're just very boring. And so when I had the opportunity to go to college, I was like, it has to be in the city. I don't even care where I go to college, but I have to be in the city because that's where the life is. And that's where the beautiful architecture is and the culture is. And so that's when I first was able to experience um, high rises and, and beautiful architecture up close and personal. And so I worked on other projects kind of in architecture uh, and design where I would do different graphics. I would, you know, I did posters and I just wanted to reflect my kind of appreciation for architecture. And then I ended up getting into crypto in 2017. I saw CryptoKitties. And when I saw, you know, what the NFT was going to do with digital art and ownership online, I knew that I had to do something in the space. And for me, it was natural to do something akin to SimCity and that that um, involves architecture and city building. And so when I kind of combined those two things, it was very clearly just going to be uh, block cities. Very cool. So in terms of block cities, how will land ownership work? Yeah, so the way uh, land is going to work on block cities is we kind of have a strong viewpoint that every that like land online should be um, infinite. Because, you know, land doesn't exist online, obviously. And and the way that a lot of projects are trying to approach land is to take from the real world and, and take that kind of scarcity and, and model it into virtual environments 
but we think we should actually take the benefits of something being online, something being digital, and that it's in, in this infinite. There are no boundaries to it. And that we should find scarcity through um, kind of human desire where people want to come together and create these groupings, not because, you know, I decided that the city should be this big and I cut up plots and uh, I, I've now sold those plots to people. So the way it lo- works in, in block cities is that every user will get their own island. Yep. And they're able to mine surrounding little islands and rocks and turn those into land to increase the size of their island. And those rocks increase around their island the more buildings that they place on their land. And so basically as they're building buildings, collecting them and adding them to their city, then they're able to mine more land and increase the size of their island. And so really the cost of the island is you know, the cost of land is just the cost of the resources, basically, that it takes to add to your surrounding island. And the idea is that with with the launch of the game, that you have your island and you're able to follow other people's islands to see them on your same screen. And so you're creating this kind of archipelago around your city. Along with that, in the future, we want to allow people to connect their cities together. And that allows them to create their own centers of town. So you can see like one popular city, you know, linking up with his friend and, and connecting their cities. And then they bring in another buddy and another person. And all of these cities are grouping together and it creates this kind of center of town that organically happens from people and not necessarily what we planned originally. Okay, so it's kind of, yeah, okay, that's super cool. So it's just kind of like, what's the word I'm trying to find? It kind of like organically creates bigger cities with people working together. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so land, I mean, land is a pure commodity in our system. It's not a scarce resource. So you can build build as much land as you want. There's no restriction in terms of... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, you can just like infinitely build. And obviously that'll impact like if you build a super huge city... And then people start following your city, then like that might take up a lot of their screen. So I think there'll be some like social dynamics that happen there, or maybe you want to keep like a very dense, small city. Maybe you want a big sprawling city. Um, That's yet to be determined, but I'm excited to see what happens there. Super cool. Um, So in terms of monetizing this, people kind of, is, is there a possibility for people to sell their, do they sell their their island, so to speak? The the scarce resource that we're really dealing with is the buildings. So if they were to if they were to monetize or if they were to the, the scarce you know, resource that we're dealing with is the the buildings themselves. So for people who are trying to uh, you know make a profit or make some money um, or at least recoup some funds that they spent, then they would be selling the buildings, and that's already happened. So. There's already been a good amount of, of resales of people building from the machine, or maybe they've collected a building from a special event, yeah. and they've been able to sell that to a later collector who really likes that building and wants to get in on the fun. So that's where we think the scarcity comes into play, is the uniqueness of the buildings. And, and each building is an NFT? Yeah, every single building is an NFT. We have like three classes of buildings. So we have the generative ones. Those come from the machine, and they're... They're basically determined on chain their um, attributes. So the contract chooses the color, 
it chooses the the base, the body, and the roof of the building, and it basically assembles that into a single building. And all those are pieces from buildings you'd find in the real world. So you'd find like the base of the building on a building in Atlanta and in you know the roof in in New York, um, and then we have some special edition kind of roofs um, and and bases as well. And then we have the classics, which are replicas of real world buildings, and then special editions which are like, maybe they're, you know, maybe it's a gold building, or maybe it's some kind of embellished building, maybe it's completely made up, um, having just taking some creative license there. So those are, yeah, so those are basically the scarce resources so far. And can you, and so currently, it's collecting buildings and adding to your city, what's next? What's next in terms of like, what, what else are you going to be able to add in terms of building? Yeah, so what we want to add next, is definitely more road types and more resources. The next thing we're looking at is uh, land building and adding trees. So right now we just give you an island and there's no way to add the island. The next step will be building a land building system where you can mine these resources and then add to your island. So that's definitely coming next. We also want to um, release trees so you can add trees to your city. So right now it is like very basic. So we have like a lot of things to add um, before it becomes like a city, before you can start building parks. Uh, we want to add waterways so you can create canals, maybe instead of streets or additional streets, ponds, basically anything that you see in the city, we want to be able to allow you to add to yours until we get to gameplay. And then we'll be um, adding more gameplay features. But right now we're focused on adding uh, those visual yeah. things. Super cool. So if I was just to say, sell um, you one of my buildings, so then that would go on your plot of land? Yeah. So if you, know, if you go on OpenSea, eventually we'll have our own marketplace as well, and you buy a building, that'll basically go into my account. And the way the app works is that you have, you have this little drop-down bottom sheet where you just flip up, and then it shows all of your buildings there. And then you just click your building. And then it adds to your city. And so that's how you would kind of acquire a building and add it to your city. And are you going to, is it going to be the opportunity for people to kind of tokenize parks and, and the other new uh, assets that you mentioned? Yeah, I think, I think that's really interesting because right now, you know, there's no creation of the buildings from a user standpoint. We just create a random building for them. Yep. But in the future, we do want to allow more ground up creativity where they're assembling resources, whether it be trees, grass, uh, building resources, and they're constructing from the ground up. So I think that is interesting. That's something we want to do is like, what if they create a park? Are they able to then tokenize that park and sell that park as a plot of land? Yeah. Um, you know, if they create, you know, maybe there's certain buildings we can allow people to build. So there's definitely like the future for us is definitely more user creation and less centralized like in-game items that we sell, yeah. but allowing people to combine resources, use creativity and be able to sell that. So and additionally, you, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Additionally, we would allow people to sell their entire city, which would be really fun is that we would be able to in some way tokenize the entire city and the city would own all of the resources and all of the buildings on it, and they'd be able to sell their entire city in one transaction. 
think that would be cool. Super cool. Yeah. So in terms of like, if, I mean, this is maybe me thinking a bit too far forward and maybe not what you guys are looking at doing, but if I was to buy a purchase a park from you, could I then become a, a kind of rent the park for someone else to build on or are you kind of stopping at purely like urban development? Yeah, I think this definitely becomes a third-person view 3D world. Right now, it's a 2D isometric world. Yeah. So I think we'll get into some of those interesting things. Like what I said about the land is that eventually these cities will merge together. And then maybe because because these centers of towns are forming, maybe people actually do want to start selling their own plots of land. And there's different use cases that happens in within one city. And so now it shifts from everybody has their own city in their own space. And it goes into more. Now these are shared cities. They're shared spaces. People own different segments of town and they can build different parts. So I think that's like re- one reason we've started doing land or we want to do land in an organic fashion. is because in the future, I think there will be these collections and there will be a third person view of the world where people want to have different pots of land and be building a building right next to each other. Yeah, I think it also gives people like the chance, maybe they're late to the late to the game, so to speak, gives them a chance to kind of have us have a fair a fair crack at it as anyone else had. Um rather than some worlds I see that kind of like that are just like to the maximum. You know what I mean? And it's just the prices of yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So that's what, that's the big thing is like, we don't want to like w- what you want to achieve in a system like this is you want to allow, you want to allow for scarcity and value creation. So you don't want to just superficially say like, Hey, you can't, you can't flip your land and you can't sell this land after you buy it. You don't want to do that. No. But you also don't want to shut the door on what you're saying is that, okay, I'm a new user. Uh, I'm coming into this thing two years, five years, 10 years late, but there's no space, you know, or the prices are crazy. And so you want to find a way to allow anybody to join and to have space to build their things. And then also for value creation to happen in popular areas. So I think that's the balance we're trying to strike in making the, the, the land an actual commodity. And what's not a commodity is like the organization of people. When people come together, that's like a unique, scarce thing. Um, and it's not dependent on like uh, a superficial amount of land in our system. It's just dependent on people coming together. Yeah, it makes complete sense. It's, it's a wonderful idea. Um, I also think that it, it kind of like stops people. I mean, it stops people that could have really helped benefit you know, these worlds, it just stops them in their tracks straight away from mm-hmm. anything. So, yeah, cool. All right. So, adding brands to Block City. So, have you thought much about that? You know, I, I definitely did um, in the early days. And I, I think it, it would still be cool. It's not our focus right now, but it would be cool to, you know, if, if we did something with Starbucks and like they, allowed us to use their logo on like bases of buildings and maybe you you were able to get it by visiting a Starbucks or there's some kind of coupon where you buy a Starbucks building and you get a free drink or something. I definitely think that what's what'll be interesting in the future is if we're able to bridge the gap between the real world and the virtual world 
and more importantly, be able to take the physical world and feed it into our, our game world. So I think we're definitely interested in that. The problem is you either have to do a lot of work going after these brands and, and putting together proposals and, and making some compromises, or you amass a following, you build up your user base more akin to Fortnite, and then these IP brands are coming to you saying, hey, can we get our IP in your game? Yeah. And then it's just a, a natural thing. So I think we're we're kind of um, waiting on that moment after we've we know who our users are and we're we're gaining traction instead of going after brands at the onset. Yeah. I have, I have a small question. Uh, sure. So one like one thing that uh, that is not uh, fully clear to me is uh, is I mean there is a contradiction between creation platform and a world. So uh, um, you see, for example, uh, I mean, in some of the worlds, there there are also creation platforms, but but basically they are able to make the creation, the content be worthwhile only if it's on top of a land or if it's an experience that people pay to other people in order to, to, to participate in the experience. But Uh, uh, what you're trying to create is a crea- more of a creation platform and less of a, a virtual world with, uh, with your own land, correct? So what is the um, target crowd or, mm-hmm. or, or end vision? Because it uh, sounds a little bit of a contradiction uh, because you don't have the land. So where is the value capture for these people that buy uh, the content they, are ju- they just created? What is scarcity here? Yeah, so... We're definitely not a virtual world platform um, you know we're not we're not actually competing with with the central and crypto voxels and these others I think they've done really interesting work and so uh, yeah when I comment on land and these things that it isn't really um, the same scenario for us but so our, our, our focus is definitely on building a game and building uh, fun things to yeah like a creation platform within the game. So, so we do have like these aspects of virtual worlds where we have land and scarcity uh, and it's like a persistent and it's always there. And it will be a virtual world to an extent, but it's not a platform like you would think of Decentraland where you just buy a piece of land and you can kind of build whatever you want. Um, for us, it, it is about uh, city planning. It is about architecture. And so the game itself will be a city building game, kind of like you've played in SimCity. But now, because it's on ethereum, it's you know it's real, and you're using real money and you're re- using real assets that you own. And so if I could get into the game, basically the game is that every building is revenue producing, and you have to balance that revenue with keeping your population happy. So if you mm-hmm. have just a bunch of office buildings and maybe you're maxing out revenue, and you're actually getting this revenue through an in-game currency. So this is not. But then, uh, but then you have to keep your population happy. So if you're just building like all these high rises, that's not really an habitable place. You need low rises, you need homes, you need parks, you need transit systems and, and roads. And so the, the balance, the game is how do I build a city that is, um, that is habitable while also maximizing my revenue and rent. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very wonderful. 
Um, so one last question. We're nearly just running out of time. Um, how can you see kind of the, the ecosystem in the next three to five years moving forward? Yeah, so a lot of my thoughts are on, uh, on the gaming side. Yeah. Um, that, that's where I, I spend my time thinking. So I think definitely in three to five years, we're going to have way more uh, advance in, in the media side. I think, you know, crypto games were initially started by people who were into crypto and maybe they're, they were blockchain engineers or maybe they're doing marketing for blockchain companies and they found this use case in gaming. And so they, you know, people started doing gaming, um, but they, they didn't have gaming backgrounds and they didn't have maybe uh, visual design backgrounds. So I think we're going to see that change where a lot of games are very static and simple right now. The fun is in the trading and collecting of assets. I think in the future, it's going to be actually playing the game and there's going to actually be high fidelity game experiences. Yeah. Well, I mean, personally playing, playing your game compared to others. I mean, I was actually doing something. Um, whereas other others that I've played in just in terms of like getting my credit card, purchasing land and sitting there. It, it just like, exactly. It, yours yeah, has so much more depth to it. That still had that collectible. I mean, there's just so many. There's, there's so many different advantages with the collectibles and the collectibles of, of the buildings and the architecture, and then the scarcity of some and the general gameplay. So I think you're onto a wonderful thing. Yeah, and that's so. I mean, I started playing CryptoKitties. That was my first game in the space, and that was really fun. But then I, I realized that same thing is like to do anything within the game. I have to like spend money. And so that, that is fun for a time, but then, you know, I, at some point that, that gets untenable and I want to actually maybe do something with the kitties and, and maybe there's things I can collect and build. Uh, but it was just limited by that. So I think we definitely want to build something that you can play it all day and not spend a thing. So if you've already bought these buildings and you already have some of these resources, you can just you can rearrange and arrange all day. You're doing something. You're hanging out with friends. You're watching other cities be built. You're able to hang out on the platform without having to constantly buy things and 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 spend. And so I think that level of gameplay is going to come to crypto games, not just with block cities, but we've seen we've seen like Skyweaver and, and Gods Unchained do a really good job of that as well. Yep. So I think in the next few years we're going to see. We're going to see games that are crypto that you can actually say is a game and not um, and not something that's like, you know, almost a game. Yeah. Wonderful. Excellent point. Yeah. I mean, that's the same as me. Like, I, I you know, the NFT space is very new to me. Um, working at NFT NYC with, with Cameron Bale and then, you know, my first meetings with them and them explaining crypto kitties to me. I, 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 I remember I was just kind of not in shock, but I was just amazed that, just the, the price. Of the yeah, 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 yeah. And I still have them, and I don't know how to sell them, but I'm getting there. I'm yeah. learning. I'm learning. Wonderful. And, and I, I will say that I do think that is important part. I think collecting is is the root of all these games, and so that is something that we've been thinking about. Is that yeah, we want to go, we want to invest in gameplay, we want to produce gameplay, but also people care about the scarcity of their assets, and they care about the uniqueness, and they do want to resell them. Maybe not to, I mean, the, a lot of our collectors specifically, they're not people that are just trying to like use block cities to, to make a bunch of money, but maybe they have a building 
that they think is valuable and they want to, you know, put that money elsewhere or they want to go and build more buildings. And so you do see a very healthy economy forming where people want to collect these rare things. They want to be able to sell them and then they want to be able to use that money to build more, to do these other things. So I think it is important, but it has to be more than that is I guess what I'm saying. It has to be more than just collecting um, to, to really get kind of daily usage into, into growing audience. Yeah, definitely. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I've got to cut you off there. It's been wonderful.